0: Well hey everybody. Hey. Welcome to Wednesday. Happy Wednesday.
1: Yeah, it's Wednesday. With another and episode just of just a DC Wednesday checkup. Just to check in, experiment. see how you guys are doing. Yeah. You I'm guys I'm your host, Dennis. And this is Caleb. <laughs> and uh <laughs> We uh, talk about a lot of different stuff in this episode. A lot of different stuff. We talk about uh, some COVID fear. That's what a mishmash is. Yeah, COVID fear. Yep, yep. Talk about uh, how to talk to your wife a little bit. Communicating with our wives a little bit, yeah. We talked about talking with your kids. Yep. And we talked about music we like. Music, yeah. And and, and we want your feedback.
0: We so, so want your feedback. So at the end of this episode, when you're done, go to our website, send us an email, do something, and give us some feedback.
1: Yeah, and check out uh, these words from our sponsors. The DC experiment. And we're back. Oh he said it. I know. I he did. did say it. Wow. I know. How are you doing? <laughs> Ah, happy Wednesday! Happy Wednesday! This doing is just right. our checking in. How is everybody in the DC experiment? Yeah. We well, you
0: hope, you hope you're okay and world. You, can, you know how you can tell there? us. You can go. You can email us. You
1: can email
0: us the DCXP at gmail dot com. Oh, you're getting good. <laughs> I don't even have to look at the board. I anymore. know. And then
1: you can awesome. uh, check out our website the dot com. And uh, thanks for joining us. Yeah, us I'm you your host then. Caleb. <laughs> you're the host. Is that good? And I have another host. <laughs> Oh man, I'm your co-host. How do you do it, Dennis? Uh, no, is it co-host and host, I don't know. or I think we're just co-hosts. Yeah, we're. we're each co-host. I'm your co-host,
0: Caleb. Yeah, I'm your color man. I can be your color man. Okay, <laughs> I don't know. You know be that... the host. I'll be the color man. Yeah,
1: there you go. I don't know what that is, but that's cool. Well, color commentary. Oh, okay, color commentary. Yeah. That's
0: that's Aww. how they call it. I, that wasn't a racial reference or anything. Well, we gotta <laughs> figure out. I'm uh, white as rice. I, <laughs> <laughs> so are you. Yeah, that's true. Mm. If you didn't tell from our,
1: I don't. Never mind. I'm moving on. Yeah. The uh, the. You uh, almost went there. Yeah. So, how is everybody mm. doing out there in the world? Give us your feedback. Email yeah. us. Check in with us. How how are you hanging in there? How are you? How are you hanging? I'm okay. Not great. Not great. uh Oh. I'm up? trying to. Uh, not live in fear mm, there's a lot of that popping up again. oh fear and anxiety this whole
0: coronavirus like round two here we come yeah
1: and it's just you know uh you know uh the company i work for i won't mm. mention any names you know just laid off my coworker, who he and i are kind of a team here in oh, this area wow and uh hits a little closer to home yeah it's a little spooky Mm. so now i've directly seen the impact and then they laid off another person in a different city and uh, i called that guy yeah in helena and he was like well i i hear they're gonna do a round three of layoffs if it keeps going if this whole coronavirus keeps going Mm. in the fall they're gonna do something he's like you better you better save some money and update your resume and Mm be prepared and so i'm just that's not bad advice to be honest yeah whether or not it actually happens, you should probably do that no matter what i I think that's smart and and don't get in a ton of debt yeah right don't
0: go buy 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 a a new
1: car and yeah
0: doing stupid stuff with your with your finances but yeah absolutely you know and then that's probably good advice for everybody out there this is a season of change i think for a lot of people it is weird yeah updating your resume wise you know keeping your eyes out for what's going on out there Wise, yeah. you know, it doesn't mean you have to live in fear. It doesn't mean you have to, um, you know, stay up late at night wondering what's going to happen. Because, you know, we, we can't have an idea what's going to happen.
1: You know what we humans want, or at least? Other than certainty? Yeah. We want stability. We do, yeah. And we want security. Yep. And, and it's true. We are so willing to give up almost anything. Almost anything for security, yeah. Just so we could stay safe. Right And have our lives, yeah. and not lose it <laughs> and uh yep it's just like you have to remember, I think you were saying this too it, It's not always gonna be like this, right, if you can just kind of hang in there, but you're like well what if i gotta what if I gotta get a new job, and what if uh I lose my job and dude, what do I do and it's like, you know what i I was talking to Kimberly about this mm-hmm. money. Isn't secure. Yeah. We all think money is secure. No. What if uh, and it's not beyond the scope of anything if they say, Okay, currency's worthless right, now. Because right. we printed lost. so much. There. You can't put your trust in money. Mm-hmm. You can't push put your trust in the government. Nope. You can't put your trust in your job. Nope. You can't put your trust in relationships. So who? Or what, or whatever? What or who? Actually, I should have said it the other way around. What or who to make a better point? Do we put our trust in? Yeah, that's a great question. <laughs> exactly, because the bottom line is, once everything, especially here on this planet, is eroded away, because mm-hmm. you know we think things are secure, they're not. No, things can change in a moment. Oh man! Look what's happening. The whole it's, world. It's weird, you know. It's is like- changing. <laughs> You know,
0: four, three, three, four months ago, back at the beginning of April, right, right? It was, oh, no, this whole coronavirus, what do we do? And then what the answer was, flatten the curve. And right? don't
1: overwhelm the hospitals.
0: Right. That's what they and told so, us. Don't so overwhelm the hospital. What was the purpose of flattening the curve, essentially? Or not the purpose, but the end result of flattening the curve. Don't if, overwhelm the hospital. Is to push out longer the infections, right? It's just going to take long because people are going to get infected. That's always been a, just a, it's going to happen. Right? The point is to flatten the curve, being it's not going to spike, right? And, and yeah, is it quote-unquote spiking now? Sure, but it's because we flattened the curve. Okay, now, because we, you know, we're easing restrictions, people are getting it exactly what they thought we were going to get. It's just people are getting it now instead of two months ago. And you know, if we continue to quote-unquote flatten the curve, we're just pushing it out further and further and further, and it's going to elongate this process. That we have to go through. Because we have to go through it.
1: Yeah. We absolutely, as a society, we have to go through this process. And no matter what you think, whether you think it's, you know, totally legit and Mm. something, or this is hoaxy, whatever you think, the effects of it are real.
0: Oh, absolutely. But the the effects of it are also partly engineered, right? Kind of man-made. I think, you know, because had we not, quote unquote, flattened the curve, a whole lot of people would have got it at the beginning and a whole lot of people might have died at the beginning. But who knows? It could have been over by now. Right? It could have been. People could have had herd immunity by now. Yeah, I don't think things will ever go back to
1: the way they were. Like I have this weird sneaking suspicion Mm -hmm. that it's like every time there's something now, Oh, lock it down. <laughs> so, yeah. We got this new virus. We just started a precedent, yeah. Yeah, we just started a precedent. Here's the new virus, lock it down. Yep.
0: Shut well, everything down. because we were so willing to comply the first time.
1: Yeah. Right. And businesses are closing down. And that's the sad part.
0: It's people's livelihoods. Yeah. Jobs you know? are being lost. And, and And yes, you know, people are dying too. Yeah. They are because of a virus that we can't really control. You know, we can try to slow it or we could try to speed it up. I don't know what the right answer is. You know, spooky,
1: point. too, is vaccines aren't the answer either. No, they're not. Uh, because um, I... We have vaccines like,
0: for the flu every year. People still get it.
1: Yeah. And they were saying if it's a good vaccine, I heard this. Uh, I think it was Dr. Fauci or whatever. He he said if it's a good one, a good one is like 70% effective. Seventy percent? Yeah, that's wow. a good one. So you still yes. have thirty percent. Yeah.
0: That it doesn't help. Well and that's if a hundred percent of your people take it. Yeah. Which you're not gonna get, not in this country. You're just not. There's way too many folks out there who are like F you to the mm-hmm. to vaccines or to and I don't mean anti vaxxers, right? They're there and then I and I say that kind of leaning that way myself just a bit. But um just the people who don't want the government to be telling them what to do so much.
2: hmm.
0: You know? Because they enjoy their freedoms.
1: Yeah. So, what do Speaking you do? Speaking of freedoms,
0: this weekend's the 4th of July. It now is. I not need to change
1: the subject. We can, we can come back Today to it. Today is Wednesday morning, Wednesday. July 1st. Yeah. It is July. Holy cow, it's July 1st. June is gone, that my means, friend. Oh my, six and months doesn't that year? feel weird, that too? Does. Because, like, this whole lockdown started, like, in February. Well, it and was March, it, March 13th. Yeah, and then it feels like everything just froze. Yep. And, and now it's July
0: 4th like, coming like up? two weeks ago it was March, and now it's July. Yeah. That's kind of what it feels like.
1: Yeah, it's what it feels like. And so it's like, what? Yeah. July 4th is this weekend? Right. What?
0: Yeah. And I mean, the fireworks shows are like modified, and some were canceled, and some were moved. You know the one that Harvest Church typically does mm-hmm. here in town? Uh, they moved to the Metro. They're going to be shooting them off from the Metra.
1: What the metro parking lot? Yeah, I
0: guess, so people can see them.
1: Really? Yeah. Why? What, what's the difference between doing it uh, there or in the heights? Then at the park. Yeah.
0: Well, so they're not. You know, There's no people. It's not going to be like the big festive celebration.
1: Oh, thing. don't gather around. Right. They're just going to shoot them off so people can see them from the center of the city. Kinda, kind of, yeah. Kinda, yeah. Um, the
0: one in Laurel, same thing, the, the, the fire department actually fundraised for themselves because they couldn't fundraise for the whole thing. And you know, they typically shoot them off. I don't know if you've been to Laurel, Laurel is a small for listeners who are outside of Billings, um, it's a small town, just outside of Billings. And they usually put on one of the big fireworks shows that we, that we see locally. And, uh, yeah, they, they kind of originally canceled and then the fire department said, Hey, we're going to do it. And so they're doing it from a quote, undisclosed location. They're gonna be shooting them off from somewhere. But they're not telling anybody where, so you can't just go there.
1: Uh So you,
0: you'll be able to see them from various
1: places around town. But uh, yeah, they're not telling you. Well, Harvest has a great show, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, a they, huge. Yep. So it'd be cool, probably see them from the house. You probably could. I mean, this is, for you, it's just yeah.
0: You walk maybe down the riverbank here and
1: yeah, watch it. Yep, you'd see it easy. How How have you been? How is this affecting you? Are you? Losing students. Uh, Yeah, we've had a few students who
0: have said, "You know, hey, we're uh, we're going to be done until this whole thing blows over." Or will it ever? I don't know. That's the thing: is will it ever? The 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 conspiracy theorist part of me, because there's a part of that in me too, um, says that after the election, this will probably all go away. That'll be interesting to see. I I think it has a little bit to do with that, but I think you're right, though. It's still never going to be the same. It's even, even then afterwards, after this, the, the fear mongering and everything goes away, um, there's still going to be some things that aren't going to go back to the way Mm -hmm. they were Mm -hmm. a year ago. So I I don't know. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's odd. It's weird. There's, there's stuff going on, you know, the, this whole, uh, cleaning, sanitizing everything all the time is probably going to continue into the future because that's what people are going to start to expect. Yep. Um, yeah, the masks I, I have, you know, they've been wearing masks in China for like 10 years because of a lot of pollution and all that pollution and viral stuff and not just China. I think that, I mean, it's Korea, Japan, a lot of the Asian countries have been wearing masks. And I think that's probably something that if we look into the future people and it's going to become more and more common that those who maybe are immunocompromised or, have health issues,
1: are going to be wearing masks regularly. Time to move to Alaska. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I don't know. Or go buy some property out in the middle of nowhere. Well, if you can. Yeah. But if you can't, buy yourself an AR and a whole bunch of ammo. <laughs> there
0: you go. There's that one guy this week, right? His wife, they're defending their house in St. Louis. Did you no, see that? No, I did not. Oh, man. It, Tell I mean, me that story. So apparently the guy was, uh, uh, let's... I read, now I don't know because I, I, don't, I don't study these things and I don't do a lot of, inter- I just look at things and see things that scroll up on my feed, so shame on me for not doing my homework, but it's alleged that this, the, the person uh, was a little bit more left-leaning on the political spectrum, let's just put it that way, to be reasonably kind, and, um, but he and his wife, the, 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 the Antifa people, were breaking down the gates to this gated community. And coming in, and they were gonna oh my, you know, get into people's houses, I guess, and this guy came out of his house with his with his gun with his rifle and she, and the lady the ma- the the wife came out with a with a pistol, and they started you know defending their property essentially and no no items were taken from their home, surprisingly enough, and I love that I love that I, I think that's fantastic
1: yeah, I heard a great a great uh a little snippet I was reading. And it was this uh, little old lady. I think she was 84. Hmm. She was pulled over because she was missing like a bumper or something like that Hmm. by a state trooper. Okay. And he's like, let me see your driver's license. And he noticed that she had a concealed carry license. Oh, yeah. And she goes, uh, oh, and the officer's like, do you have a weapon on you? Hmm. And she's like, yes, I do. It's a 45 Colt 1911 in the... uh, in the uh she's 84 she got a 1911 <laughs> yeah in the glove box and he's like okay is there anything else any other weapons you have <laughs> and she goes yeah i've got a glock in the uh center console yeah and he's like okay is there anything else yeah she's like yeah i carry a little 38 special in my purse <laughs> and it's in my purse and he's like any he kind of smirks and grins he goes what are you so afraid of Hmm. and she she said absolutely nothing <laughs> i love <laughs> that response yeah absolutely nothing. so
0: i like that's awesome no it's great you know yeah. it's it's interesting um and i love the sentiment there you know and because I, I love guns too i'm a gun guy and i have a concealed carry and i've you know um taken some classes and i teach some things about weapons as well and, yeah. and, and you know with the with the crowd maga and things that uh, so I'm I'm totally like hey if if you're if that's your thing carry you should be carrying you're right but here's the thing like you bad guys I mean just in the world in today typically rely on things like stealth and ambush mm. right to take advantage of a situation catch you off guard and catch you off guard and so you may not have the opportunity to draw your weapon from its concealed place right. And so you need to have a backup skill set, which is why I teach what I teach. Because your backup skill set can never be taken away from you, right? My hands and feet can never be taken from me. And my gun, if I don't know how to use it, right? This is the responsibility that comes with carrying a gun. If I don't um, practice, if I don't uh, you know, train to uh, get to my weapon right, and draw it, If I don't do those things, I am essentially just a holster for someone else's gun. Mm. Right? Because if that thing gets taken from me, then I'm responsible. So I have to make sure that I train, that I train in combatives, that I train with the gun, that I train under stress. Right? Most people don't train under stress. They just go to the range, which is really different. If you think about this, just think about this for a second. If you go to a shooting range, what's your mindset? You're going to poke holes in paper. Mm-hmm. Right, which is a very offensive mindset. When you go hunting, same thing. Mm-hmm. You're gonna go kill an animal. This is offensive mindset. Right, I'm gonna go do this. You plan it, you think about it, you are actually doing it. Right, you're pulling your gun, you're drawing, you're breathing, you're firing, you're working on all those skills, which are fantastic, and we need to do. But think about defensive handgun use. Well, it's a totally different mindset. Absolutely different mindset. It has to be because you don't expect it. And
1: I don't think anybody trains in that. I, hardly anybody does. Because I it's do true. Say. Like like we when do... somebody's coming at you, yeah. Y- can you even think what you should be doing? Most people don't. You're like, holy crap! Somebody's coming at me. And I can't believe this is happening. And that's then, exactly what you And think. then boom, you're just like, it's, oh crap! The first I'm thing that I'm happens being is denial. Taken over. Yeah. It's,
0: this isn't happening. And then I can't believe this is happening.
1: It's like you're a third person yeah. watching yourself. being exactly attacked. Right. Right? And if you've never
0: trained under stress, nothing comes out. Under stress. You've got to actually program wow. in you program in the information, that's program fascinating. in the responses yeah. under stress. That makes total sense. If it's gonna come out under stress. Mm-hmm. Right? If you program in nothing, then that's what you're gonna do. And that's, that's what you teach out. that kind of muscle memory. Like Well, it, it it's a kind of a it's kind of a shortcut to muscle memory because you don't really need muscle memory. Muscle memory is um, this logical long term process, right? And in the brain You're not in the logical thinking portion of your brain right the neocortex i love the brain science stuff it fascinates me right but the logic the reason the creative thought right that comes to you know that you need for like solving problems all that executive brain function pretty much goes out the window when you're under stress when your heart rate starts increasing a lot when you start getting the adrenaline dump that happens uh, the, all that function and processing goes out the window Bye bye
1: Your sight narrows?
0: Yeah. Right? yeah. You get the perceptual narrowing or tunnel vision, the auditory exclusion, uh, The there's tacky psyche which is a, a time displacement. Sometimes it goes faster or goes slower. Uh, there's lack of fine motor control, right? Fine motor control it's diminishes amazing. incredibly under stress. And so your ability to access your weapon, to draw your weapon, to pull it out and to put it on target and fire is greatly diminished under stress. Also, you know what else is diminished under stress? Your ability to put you know your right thumb on the the bone in between their hand here, and grab onto their fingers, and then twist a certain way. Which is why most complicated quote unquote self defense techniques that get taught in most places don't work under stress.
1: That makes total sense. Because
0: fine motor control is going. You pull out your phone and dial nine one one when you're stressed out, man. That's that's really hard. You're shaking. You're quaking. Oh, you, you dropping got all stuff. that
1: adrenaline going through you. Yeah. So what do you do? Just Kicking the well, in you've the groin. Got to train that stuff under stress. What do you What do you do? Like, you're like, just start kicking and throwing fists as much as you can. Well, hopefully, you have some
0: training other than that. But yeah, I guess. I mean, if that's all you got, you got to do gross motor skills. Gross motor skills are simple. You know, like a, like a basic palm strike, like a basic yeah. front kick, like like a knee, like an elbow. Those are those are gross motor skills. So you've
1: been teaching this for twenty years, yeah. right? Yeah. Have you ever been in a situation? No, you ha- never have. So, do you know if you'll respond? Well, let's just
0: say that I've never had to actually physically defend myself from a bad guy,
1: right? Uh, th- what I'm trying to get at: Have you ever been in a situation like, "Holy crap! I I totally got overtaken by adrenaline," uh-huh. and I f- totally forgot what to even do? Has that happened, or do you think if you were attacked, you would? First, like, holy crap, this is happening, and then just judy chop?
0: Yeah, I think I would, only because that's the way we train. And uh, with some of the technology that we have here with, with what I do, um, there there's situations that we can put each other in where it, one of the other things about training is your brain doesn't uh, differentiate between fantasy and reality that well. So if you can immerse yourself in a situation, in a scenario, and your brain th- thinks that it's real, right, because of the then way your body trained. feels, then you've done it, yep. right? And so we do a lot of that. We do a whole lot of scenario training. We do uh, adrenal stress, especially scenario training. Uh, asymmetric, that's, that's the other thing, right? Symmetric means like, like uh, things are the same like weight classes and rules and referees and protective equipment and all that stuff. Asymmetric is not the same. So stealth ambush, you know, you're not at your best. You're not ready for this thing. You, maybe you have a restriction.
1: <laughs> all I can think of is pink Panther. Kato. <laughs> that is where are you that's Kato? It. That's it. it was very, very
0: much. It was ahead of his time back then. <laughs> that's, that's good. But uh, yeah, you know, that's the thing about uh, training and, and so back to guns, which is where we were before with the lady. I love the sentiment to 80, the 84-year-old woman because that's where, how we got on this tangent. Yep. Um, fantastic. If you can carry a gun, you carry a gun. But if you carry a gun, you have to be responsible and you have to train and you have to pull it out and, and, and not just punch holes in paper at the range. As like much that. as I appreciate that. Yeah. And we need to be accurate with our weapon. We also need to know what it feels like to be stressed out and then fire the weapon. We need to be able to make Shoot or no shoot yeah. decisions yeah. in isn't, real time. Isn't like, that what they train the military in? Yeah, that's that's they're supposed to. I've never been so. Well, Although I had a dream. When oh, was that? Last night? I think it might have been last night that I joined up. Yeah, it was weird. Wow. Yeah, it was crazy. I'm forty-some odd years old and I'm dreaming of joining the army or something. Wow. Yeah, Marines probably.
1: Yeah, I would. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. No, I would if I were to join. Oh, I'm way too old now, but. Ah, you could kick butt, though, dude. Look at you. You're dude, Don't count yourself out. Um, they wouldn't even take me. I'm 44. They wouldn't take you? I don't. Know. Would they? I- you
0: You would be like the Terminator. <laughs> I'm old enough to be everybody else in there's dad. So? <laughs> you could kick everybody else. I'd be the master of the dad jokes in the army, in boot camp. Yeah, but no one would want to <laughs> mess with you, dude. You'd be the destroyer. You know how hard it is to wake up in the morning right now? <laughs>
1: well um let's
0: get up and go for a run uh
1: (laughs) no thanks i used to have uh dreams of joining uh like uh running through this the school the halls of my school yeah and then like being chased by people and stuff like that yeah what's that about
0: yeah, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a dream guy. I,
1: so I can not tell you. So we need to find a dream person and have him on the show. Oh, that'd be interesting. That'd be cool, wouldn't it? That would be interesting. Talk about the meaning of dreams and, hmm. oh, dude, now i got to find some. <laughs> um, your homework. Yeah. Um. But I was going to say something about, uh, what, did, what did I say right before I interrupted you? Which time? Shut up. <laughs> Such a douche. <dish. laughs> hey, I learned something this
0: week. Okay. I learned that the the first computer, right, ever, it dates back to actually Adam and Eve. It was an Apple with limited memory. It just had one bite, and then everything crashed.
1: That's funny, and everything (laughs) crashed. (laughs) (laughs) At least you laughed at that one. Uh, (laughs) I found out something interesting this week. Yeah? That uh, Sean Austin's dad was Gomez and the Adams family. Gomez Adams. Ah, oh, I couldn't think of the dad's name. Did you know in the original black and white? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I did not know that.
0: Gomez. Wow.
1: Gomez and Morticia. And Morticia. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But that's Sean Austin's dad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Samwise Gamgee. Yeah. And Rudy and and the judge the from Goons. the frighteners if you have ever seen that the one. The judge. Okay. Yeah, he's the judge and he's funny in that movie. Well, that's that's the dad though. That's that's Yeah, his that's dad. the dad. Yeah. yeah. His dad, well, it's cool because uh, I was watching a thing about how he got the role hmm. as Samwise Gamgee oh. in The Lord of the Rings. Okay. And he got this call and they said, Peter Jackson wants you to be in this movie. And he goes, Peter Jackson? Well, P- I know that Peter Jackson directed my dad in The Frighteners because hmm. his dad played the judge. Okay. And I was like, I didn't know that. Oh, that nice. is crazy. Nice. Anyway, it's little, little, yeah little tidbit factoid.
0: Here's one more tidbit factoid. This I thought I got this one yesterday, and I laughed. I actually slapped my desk.
1: Funny, it was a knee slapper.
0: It was well, it was a desk a slapper, desk anyway, slapper at my, at my at the studio. When does a farmer dance?
1: When does a farmer dance? I have no idea. When he drops the beat. <laughs> when he drops the beat. <laughs> I like it. That's pretty good. That reminds me of the other the other one. How do you uh how do you swoon a farm girl? Swoon? Yeah. I don't even know what that means. Uh uh impress. Woo. woo okay. Swoon, how do you a farm girl. Okay. Uh a tractor. A tractor.
0: <laughs> That's a double entendre there, my friend. It's funny. How many schwa's in the word entendre?
1: Schwa's? Mm -hmm. I have no idea. Do you know what a schwa is? I have no idea what a schwa is. This is is. an educational program. Teach me, Grandmaster.
0: You know, in in the phonetic pronunciation in a dictionary, it's that upside down E that makes the uh sound. The schwa? That's what it's called. It's called a schwa.
1: Nice. Yeah. Well, see, I learned something new today. There you go. I had a friend talking to me what a schwa is. A schwa. A schwa. I just wanted to, It's the upside down E. Upside down E in the
0: phonetic pronunciation. In the phonetic
1: pronunciation. Code.
0: So, now you can impress your friends. A schwa. With that one, with the schwa. You can ask them how many schwa's in that word. And if they don't know, then you can tell them how much of an idiot they are.
1: Nice. (laughs) Is that what you just (laughs) did
0: to me? condescending club. (laughs) It's the first rule of condescending club. You remember that one? No. Yeah, forget it. You wouldn't know. You wouldn't understand. That. I <laughs> forgot. That's right.
1: It's too early in the morning. Is Your really? brain is on fire.
0: <laughs> well, we, I think I already said that one a few weeks back, but, yeah. but it came back. But I already
1: again. forgot. Yeah, you did. Um, so, how uh, I, I want to get some feedback from yeah. our listeners. Okay. I didn't get any feedback. No feedback this week? No emails. Oh, man. Nothing. So, ever
0: since that voice message from Caden. Thanks, Caden.
1: Yeah, that, that was nice. That was nice. Uh, and that will be played on oh this Sunday's that's right. episode. Yeah, we're
0: gonna pl- actually play it. Yeah. So
1: listen up for this Sunday at the end of the episode. Yeah,
0: at the very end after at the, the music.
1: End of the even the outro music. It's like a little bonus track. Yeah. So hang in there, Funny. and you'll hear Caden's voice message, which was awesome that he yeah, did. it's good. And uh, he was. As I, I went home. He was gonna actually try to tell a joke.
0: Oh, and then I guess it only gives you a minute. You get a one-minute timer, one-minute time limit to, to leave your message. Oh, on really? Anchor. Yeah. On the, me- on the voice message yeah. part. Yeah. Huh. So he he's like, uh, I think my wife asked him, so did you say your joke? And he's like, oh, no, I forgot. I didn't have time.
1: So. Well, that's that's cool. I appreciate that he did he that. You can always try again. Yeah. And, so you can leave us a hint. message. You can email us. Because I want to hear from you. Yeah. And um, if you do, tell us where you're from. I did get a little feedback from the Mikhail James interview. Yeah? Yeah, a couple people called me and told me it was great. Oh, awesome nice. testimony. Very cool. Yeah, it was Wh- fun. Which was last Sunday. Huh? Which was super cool. Yeah, it was a good interview. Yeah, and uh, I'd like to have I, I enjoy talking to people. Mhm. Um, you know.
2: Nice.
1: I enjoyed when we talked with Don. We need to have Don yeah, we back. Should have on. Don back on again. Because uh he's doing round 23. 23 of chemo. Wow. And he did a really cool James Bond intro. I saw that, which I saw was that on great. Facebook, yeah. I loved it. I was like, "Oh, was good. I want to know how they did, did that." Did Cassidy did, do that did, with Final Cut Pro? I don't know. That's a good that's, that's that's where my mind is. I'm hmm. like, oh. you want to know how they made? The I'm video? like, don't, don't care about you, Don. You're you're, you're going <laughs> to be fine. Uh, but how did yeah. you do the movie? Sir, the moving circle thing, and the that was cool. Yeah, right. That was great. Hmm. He's all dressed up in a suit. It Was awesome. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was funny. Yeah, we we actually had a. Um, speaking of cancer. Uh, one of our students one of my students um has stage 3 uh, lung cancer and so it's oh, uh, we we did a little fundraiser this well over the last couple of weeks but we finally got a chance. we did the drawings and did the prizes and got to give her a whole bunch of money and it was a little, it was a tremendous blessing uh for us and so i just want to say uh crystal we're we're thinking of you praying of you, praying for you and I hope that uh, god is going to do a miracle in your yeah. life
1: so that's awesome how
0: old is she you know, you never ask a woman her age. That's that's bull. Who she, says that? She's, she's middle-aged.
1: You oh, know. Okay. So, 40s. I, uh, mm-hmm. I don't, I, mm-hmm. I'm not going mm-hmm. to say. I don't want to say. I don't want to say. Smoking is, is for white trash <laughs> and press people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just crazy. To me, when I hear stuff like that, it makes me think of how fragile life is. Yeah. And why worry? Just like we started off talking, like, why worry if you're going to lose your job or mm. if the world's going to end? It's out of your hands anyways. You can't control it. We've had so many right. talks on this. Yeah, we have. You could get a phone call one day. You could just be feeling a little funky one day. Right. Go to the doctor and like, oh, yeah, you've got cancer, stage four lung cancer, whatever. Yeah. And you got about uh, a month left to live. Yeah, you've got a couple months left to live. Enjoy life. So it's just like, dude, it's such a good reminder we are not guaranteed anything. Nope. Nope. And so we wrap our lives up in all of this stuff, whether it's actual stuff, money, objects, possessions, mm. for security and stability. Yeah. But we have no control. No. We have Ooh, yeah. zero control. We really don't. And and yeah, so yeah, the sooner you can just let that go, I think the more peace you'll be. Mm. And just try to enjoy your family and try to enjoy life because you, you don't know what's going to happen. Right. You know, be responsible. No, 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 huh? no responsibility. No. no, don't be responsible. Just do what you like. Do just what feels go run good. down. Just go run down the street naked do and spend was, all your money. That might feel good. I don't know. Some for some people. <laughs> yeah. So just no. Don't be responsible. Exhibitionists. <laughs> yeah. Don't be responsible. No.
0: But yeah, you know, you're saying. Of like, course, be responsible. <laughs> Duh. Gah. After you had a drink of coffee to bring your wits back to you.
1: Yeah. Sorry. I got a little out of control there for a second.
0: <laughs> I think you're trying to get into condescending club.
1: You know what? I'm not as good as you. I'm not as good at the guilt treatments as you either. You uh, just lay it down so smooth. I've had so, so much experience. You're just like, and you suck. <laughs> oh, come what? On. Come on now. What? Oh, you're good at it. Oh, man,
0: I've I apparently have a gift of guilt tripping people. <laughs> Don't, I don't intend to typically do that. I just love I really how don't. you're
1: aware of it, though. Well, I am. Well, I've, because I've, you told me that when well, we were very thing. first were friends. You're like, okay, I'm working. And I just remember laughing because uh, <laughs> you would be like, uh, what are you doing tonight? Or what are you doing this weekend? <laughs> and then you're like, my wife told me to stop asking that. Yeah, don't ask Just, that. just to ask, here's my plans. Can you do this? Yeah. And let yeah. them say yes or no. Right. Oh, you got you because you—that was like one of the first things you've been working on. That for a, a long, long time. Long time. Yeah. Hey, what are you doing tonight? <laughs> yeah, what's and going on? Somebody says, "Oh, nothing," which pretty much says you can help
0: me now. Yeah. Okay. Now I need you here. Whatever. <laughs> uh, 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 I do have yeah.
1: something. I just remembered. I
0: just, yeah, I can't help you now.
1: <laughs> you just said.
0: Yeah. So that—that's yeah. That's I, funny. Well, the thing is, I apparently I was made aware. Uh, a a bunch of years back I was I was made aware and that typically means somebody confronted me about it and they're like dude that's funny you you guilt trip people all the time and I was like what not me (laughs) I don't do that (laughs) no I actually I don't think I denied it at all oh Um, that's they they, they probably had a point and I realized the error of my ways and I have been really honestly trying to not be that way anymore.
1: Oh, good for you! I,
0: I, I'm proud I, I, of I you. I catch myself every. At so least long you're long trying long. to be consciously aware. Right. So now it's just condescension and sarcasm, as opposed to <laughs> guilt. <laughs> oh, that's funny, dude. That's hilarious.
1: I do what I can. I'm a giver.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. No, I, uh, I, I'm really good at being passive-aggressive. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. guilt treatment. Okay. But just passive aggressive. Yeah, which, yeah. You know, so I'm not going to guilt you. I'm just going to be passive aggressive and not talk to you. You know, I tried that this week at the studio. Mm -hmm. There were some,
0: should I even say, I'm not sure. There was a whole bunch of people in my office at the studio. And it was, just felt like it was kind of social hour. And I was trying to get work done. And somebody brought cookies. And they were in the office. And I, and I made a comment. I said, huh, seems like everybody's in here socializing around the cookies. And then another comment here and there, yeah, 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 blah, blah. And I said, I wonder if the cookies were in the other room where everybody would go.
1: That's very passive.
0: And then, but here's what, here's what happened. Right, nobody really said anything. Actually, somebody said, yeah, the party would probably move to where the cookies are. So I got up and I moved the cookies into the other room. And did the party move? No. <laughs> oh!
1: You know, the cookies over in the other That's room. What, and that, then so
0: I came back, I sat down and said, so the cookies are in the other room now. <laughs> out loud, so everyone could hear and nobody moved. Because you were trying to get work done? It was. I was trying to get work done. That's funny. Uh, you know, I, I love the people I work with and, and, and the people that come into the office, they're fun and they hang out and it's, it's neat. Uh, I love being there and hanging out. But it's, yeah, sometime, sometimes, sometimes... Sometimes it's hard to get work done. Oh, yeah. But, you know, well, I don't, you're I don't very want to be like all too. work and no play either. Right. And it's, it's nice to kind of joke around a little bit. And
1: Are you a workaholic? Would you consider yourself a workaholic? I wouldn't, only because I know how lazy I am at well, times. yeah, that's what I'm finding out about myself too. I'm lazy.
0: Like, I don't want to. I mean, I'll do it. By all means, I'll do it. I mean, right. I, I, the, my workout regimen typically requires more of the average person than, than your normal workout regimen. But I don't mean to say that in a condescending way either. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so the things that, it, that happen, you know, whether it be, I don't know, uh, let's just say but I have a bent towards not wanting to do hard things, but then there's things that I've kind of set up in my life to kind of force me to continue to do
1: hard things so that I don't fall into that laziness trap. I like that. Forced you to do hard things because if it was left to, up to yourself, you wouldn't do it. I wouldn't. Do you have a hard time letting work go when you get home? No. You're just like, okay, I'm done with which, work. Which actually, and, and That's I... That's a good thing, though.
0: I, well, here's the, here's the hard part, is typically our wives really like to communicate with us, right? They like to talk to us. We should talk to them. They, should, they like to talk to us. And tell so, Tell me it's, about your feelings. Me. No, no, not, not my feelings. Just how was your day? Oh, okay. Right? And just saying, fine, or just saying, it was good, Or just something like simple like that because I I really want to leave it at work Mm -hmm. and I don't really want to talk about it when I get home. Mm -hmm. That's not normally good enough. I don't mean good enough like good, bad. I just mean it's not normally sufficient information to then feel like you're sharing. And then it makes it seem like you don't really want to talk at
1: all. And then they take that personally. Right, and it's not that I don't want to talk at all. I just don't want to talk about work. Yeah. Because I want to leave work at work. No, I get that totally because I get... uh these little twinges of anxiety when I think about work, mm. you know, because of all the responsibilities you mean, and all like the... the c- eye twitch and stuff that you... uh little stomach twitch, <laughs> eye twitch. And what I what I don't like, so what do you got going on tomorrow at work? What are you doing tomorrow at work? Mm. I don't know. I don't want to talk about work. I want to think about what I'm doing right now, right. which is probably watching Duck Dynasty <laughs> and just taking it easy. I don't want to think about what I got to do tomorrow because my brain, what my brain does is go, oh, I got to gotta show up I yeah. gotta give them a call I gotta get all my equipment out I gotta and then I don't want to be sarcastic uh test fire alarm system <laughs> <laughs> same <laughs> thing I do every same day thing we do every night pinky <laughs> <laughs> try to take over the world exactly yep hmm.
2: yeah no I hear you so there.
1: but I just don't I don't want to think about work and especially on the weekends the yeah. weekends are time to refresh yeah take a break and I hate like Oh, it's already Sunday. What are you going to do? What do you got going on tomorrow? I don't know. Work of some sort. Yeah. Yeah. And most of the time it's, hey, we're going to be out this way, uh, town at this time uh, uh, in the afternoon. You want to say hi or come meet us? Make plans. Right. And it's not even really about what am I actually doing. No, it's not. So the question is the the proper question would be um, <laughs> the proper question what time do you think you'll be available or or it wouldn't even be that it would well, be like, like here's what i've got going on tomorrow
0: that's my that, that's what Here, i've been trying to do I've with got, my have
1: uh, got i'm taking the kids out to this tomorrow and uh, yeah exactly yeah exactly
0: instead of what do you got going on tomorrow exactly that's, don't that's ask that's my passive aggressive question i'm trying to get away from yeah yeah, no, I hear you there. But here's here's the thing though. Do you think? Do you think that maybe that's just um like okay, an attempt to ask you the thing that they want you to ask them. Like maybe she wants you to ask about her day. Maybe Ooh. she wants you to ask about her plans. Maybe she oh,
1: wants you to blew find out Blow my mind, you just blew my mind Did sir. It really? Yeah, it's like Confucius or something. Oh, <laughs> uh, what if when they ask question, it's same question they want asked you in return. Wow, that was like, um, well, we just alienated every Asian listener.
2: No, it's not. That's just the way it is.
1: <laughs> it's the same thing. If I did a old Southern draw, did That's I just true. eliminate all or the do Southern your Irish people one again? That'd be good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, top of the morning to you. It's six oh, thirty in the morning, and see. we're trying to do our podcast. You see what I'm saying? It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't Let's ask a question of your wife. <laughs> maybe she wants you to ask the question and not the other way around. <laughs> okay. But but do you think maybe? I, I'm impressed with aside, myself with I don't know. pulling
0: that off. That was good. That was impressive. <laughs> I know you're sitting there now like,
1: <laughs> yeah. I know the answer, but I don't <laughs> want yeah. to say. I don't want to say. I don't want to say. It could be. I think you're right. It probably is. I don't know. I, I, I'm curious. I'm going to try it now. Are you? I'm, I'm going to try. try it. Next time she's going to well, be.
0: Well, don't like turn it around on
1: her though. No, I'm like... going to be really snippy about it too. Oh what do God. you got going on tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> no, what do you got going on tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, because that's exactly. That's you tell I'm... me what's going wow, on. That is the way. I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it just like that. <sighs> and she'll probably like see what oh, response you Oh, I'm glad you get. asked. No. Uh, this is, uh, I'm going here with the kids. And then at this time, I'm going to be doing this wow. and this. And then it's going to be all this information. We're like, I can't. I can't remember it all.
0: You know how many how many times my wife has to tell me things? Way too many.
1: Oh yeah. Way too many. She's like,
0: I told you that yesterday. I'm like Oh, oh that
1: happens remember. to me all the time. And then like three days from now, what do I text you? I told you that. Yeah, I texted you two weeks ago. Yeah. And you know what I wanna do as a joke? I wanna do uh like Joe versus the volcano. <laughs> where the dad or not the dad, where the uh or the boss. Now that's interesting. Isn't I love it? that. That's scene. A little, that seems like. I'm not arguing that with yeah, you. Yeah, no, no, not not that scene. <laughs> oh, not that he scene. goes in and talks to Joe and he's like, uh, he What's the, the problem with the magazines? I, I heard that uh, we only we need 12 magazines shipped. You only got 10. Why didn't you tell me? Well, I, I did. I told you two weeks ago and then three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Did you tell me last week, Joe? No, <laughs> I thought you knew. Not good enough, Joe. Not nearly <laughs> not good enough. good enough. And then that's what I'm going to start doing with my wife. Mm, not nearly good enough. Yeah, exactly. Be, be like, wow. I told you three weeks ago, and then I texted you two weeks ago that this appointment was coming up. Did you tell me last week, Kim? No, <laughs> I thought you knew. Not good enough. Not, not good. nearly good enough. Well, I need You need you need know, to tell me every single
0: gonna, week. I'm going to make a prediction regarding your last two <laughs> yeah, things I that told. you said you're going to do. <laughs> you're not going to have a good week this week. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, it's just, it's hilarious, dude. I'm just, wow. I'm t- I, that's a great scene. It is a good
0: scene. I love, yeah. That's a, it's, it's a good movie. It's just oh, fun.
1: Th- there are so many, that movie is amazing. Yeah. There are so many hidden things in there yeah. with multiple meanings. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, uh, okay, when the chief at the very end comes out with his little doll, and he's holding his doll in his hand, mm. and Joe goes, What's that? And he goes, this is my soul, <laughs> and Joe goes, "Whoa! Oh, I hope you don't lose it." So do I.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like,
1: there's just so many. Like, think yeah. about that. Don't lose your own soul, right? Type right. thing. Well, and then there's a whole thing about uh, when he scuffs his shoe and he takes his shoe off, and and, and uh, Dee Dee comes in there, and she's like, "What's going on with your shoe?" And he's like, "And it's peeling off." So. He goes, "I'm losing my soul." And that's when he's at work. Yeah. So it's got all these subtle meanings of what's happening to him in those moments. Right, right. It's just creative writing. Yeah. It's just awesome. It's fun. Joe vs. Volcano. When when did that come out? That was like 1988. It was a long time ago, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Tom Hanks. Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan. First movie they did. Is it really? And then they did uh, Sleeping in Seattle. Sleepless. And then You Got Mail. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. But Jovers Volcano is amazing. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, so
0: good. Cool. Yeah, I wouldn't, though, bring that up that way this week. Just, you know, my advice, my two cents.
1: Hey, I know my wife. Yeah. I'm going to let her have it. I know your wife, too. Yeah, you do.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And I wouldn't put up with it either. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Um, Not nearly good enough, Kim. Not nearly (laughs) good enough. You have to tell me every day. Yeah, I told you this appointment was happening. Well, I like. Have you might. heard that Jim Gaffigan skit where where his wife makes a doctor's appointment for him? Like he is so funny the sarcasm in that one. As he comes home and the wife's like, "Hey, I made a doctor's appointment for you to go get checked up." "Oh, okay. Hey, I'm just like, you no, I'm not going to make it to. Just not going to go because I'm an adult and I can make my own appointments. I don't <laughs> need somebody else making my own appointments for me." Wow, oh, dude, it's so funny. Oh, love it. Oh, oh that's it's great.
0: That's interesting. That's yeah. interesting. My yeah, my wife doesn't make appointments for me anymore. Hmm. Yeah. I, I do, I do make my and and not necessarily because I don't go, but um, she doesn't know my schedule. Because why does she not know my schedule? I will absolutely one hundred percent admit to you up front because I don't talk about it. Mm. I don't tell her. I don't inform her. I do a really bad job of letting her know what's going on in my life, so I have to like constantly apologize because <laughs> I should. I should. I need to tell her. I need to talk to her. And that but that's part of that communication. We're just talking about.
1: You know what uh, I'm learning is that women need. To feel loved, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and men need to feel respect.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: So how, so then, and then it goes into personal levels, like how does your wife feel loved? It's different than you get to your love languages, whatever. Right, right. Like just. Uh, there's uh, affection. Uh, yeah, and there's... like a physical touch, you just, you know, rub her shoulders or just put your hand on her back, say, hey, I love you, yeah. something like that. And it just feels good, like, okay, he loves me. And maintains that, you know, or you could just say it if she's a words of affirmation person or whatever, Um, you know, or a little gift, a little acts of service. I brought you these tacos. Yes. And I, I, I I helped clean up the kitchen whenever, or you don't even have to say it, just clean up the kitchen. Right. Yeah. Don't say it. Right. Typically better. Oh, I do that all the time. Say it or don't say it. Oh, because I'm words of affirmation person. Uh So. In that case, I'm telling her what I would like to hear. Right. Well, there you go. See? It's,
0: exactly. It's no, like that's rever- a great point. It is again. because if you, if you do that to her, she's maybe what they're trying to get from us. Yeah, because I'm
1: like, I, I just cooked. I fed the kids. I cleaned up the kitchen. I put everything Didn't away. did do a good job? Yeah. <laughs> do you love me? <laughs> Am I a good boy? Good boy. Oh,
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. We need that. I think we all need that at some
1: point or another. It's funny. Uh, I think most men are kind of like a dog. You just sit there waggling yeah. your tail. Am I a good boy? Do you like me? <laughs> right. I did all these things. I brought you something. <laughs> Where's my treat? Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Uh, oh.
0: Yep, yep. <laughs> that's that's good stuff. No, it's it's uh, that is how we are, kind of
1: easy yeah. easy to please that way. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And then uh, my baby's getting bigger, dude. Yeah, four months.
2: Four months. And he's a
1: chunk, dude. They're supposed to be at four months. Oh, it's so funny. He's He'll just, lean out. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> when he gets to be a teenager. Yeah. No, that's, that's crazy.
1: How, how's uh, everything going with your family and your kids? Because you've got two teenagers. We have one. My son One's is, 18, my son's though. an adult now. He's an adult. Technically. That's cray-cray. Yeah, it is cray-cray.
0: Now they're doing well. Um, Happened quick, too. I'm supposed You know, it's crazy, all this COVID stuff, right? I promised my daughter two months ago, right, the end of March, wasn't two months, it was longer than that, March, April, May, June, three months ago, that I would get for her birthday, that I would get her, uh, she she likes to just call them sharp pokey things. I'd
2: get her a little pocket knife.
0: Oh, nice. Right, because she's into pocket knives. And so I said, yeah, we'll get you that for your birthday back in March. And then all this COVID stuff happened and things were closed and then just lost track of it. Anyways, I remembered and I was like, oh, okay, so today, as soon as I'm done with the podcast, I'm going to go home, pick up my daughter. Uh, we're going to go have maybe a little coffee because she likes co- She's starting to like coffee now, which is kind of fun because I like coffee. And we're going to go to Shields and pick out a knife
1: for her birthday. So cool. I want to ask you a question. Yeah. Do you enjoy your kids more now that they can have intelligent conversations with you? Or did you enjoy them when they were younger more? I think it's just different. I, I've always enjoyed my
0: kids. My kids are fantastic. Well, I, I don't. I'm a little partial.
1: Well, I'm yeah, too.
0: yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. I, I they my son's always been really great for conversation. He thinks of stuff and he's very thoughtful. Oh, and thoughtful, I like okay. his
1: thoughts too because he thinks outside the box. He does, which is super cool because I yeah. love that. We should. Like have him do a Zoom or something like that, and oh, talk to him, which would be cool. But the thing is, is I love how far outside of the box he gets, <laughs> he which which is cool. And and I know that sometimes you're just like, oh my gosh, I I'm not re- I'm not ready to go that far outside of the box. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. But I think
0: uh, I I like that. I, I love how he thinks. I mean, he just he he definitely is a deep thinker, and he goes far into places. And he when he goes, he goes deep, which is great. I love it. Um, yeah. So I guess it's just different you know uh, T enjoys my daughter she enjoys music and uh, and I do too so we share that which is fun and uh yeah you know it's just that's yeah she's kind of artsy and craftsy and I don't do a lot of that but it's neat to watch her do and and get fulfillment out of but they're just yeah they're just different now than than
1: they were before and I enjoy them a whole lot that's from, cool from my kids i was out yesterday Because this past weekend, I went and visited my folks, and they gave Harrison and Owen their own bow and arrow kits. Oh, fun. So they've got bows, they got arrows, they got their little arm guards, they got the finger pads, they got these cool little kits. Nice. So we've been out in the backyard practicing, shooting. Oh. And so yesterday was fun. I went out there with the kids and I was showing them you know, how to get better on the target and get groupings and try to shoot the same and be consistent. And that little moment of just being out there shooting bows and arrows with my kids, hitting the target and working with them. I really enjoyed that. Hmm. That was a lot of fun. Nice. Well, that's good bonding time. Am I boring you? No. You're just sitting there yawning. I had to yawn. I had to yawn. I'm sorry.
0: (laughs) I'm not breathing correctly. I think it's a fantastic moment you had with your
2: son.
1: That's a fantastic (laughs) moment. (laughs) great Dude. um what's your favorite band of all time what favorite band of favorite all time band of all time uh that has the most sentimental meaning that you just enjoy when you hear it you're like i just want to listen to this i love it favorite music slash band is it weird to say metallica yes yes i it would is say weird. weird yeah
0: i enjoy Most of their music.
1: Still to this day.
0: Yeah. I listened to it on the way here today. Did you? Yeah. Which song? Oh, there's so many. I don't know. There's three or four on my way here. Uh, One I I belt out with is the one, the cover they did of the Bob Seeger Turn the Page, but Metallica covered it. Like back in the late 90s, I think Early 2000s But um, that, that's, that's a good song I like that one I like to sing along and do my Do my, uh, do my gravelly rah, Voice, right, which is great Because I like to think that I can Sing like that, but I can't <laughs> um, No, I, and I uh, So, all time though I don't know I don't know. I, I like music a lot and lots of it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I mean, like I mean, there's eras of music. I mean, if you're going to talk about... Did you ever go through a country phase? Oh, I did. Yeah. Garth Brooks was... I, I was. I actually sang country music. Like I sang Garth Brooks songs at my sister's graduation, at my own high school graduation, at assemblies in What high was school. the best era of country show. music? The best era? Oh, gosh. That's controversial. Um, I think... Personally, that 80s and 90s, early 90s country was probably really good, but that's just because that's the that's area, that I grew area up in. you lived through. Uh, my dad would probably say 70s and 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, well, i say you know, the, the early the, 90s. The late, the, this late country since 2000 has been crap. Oh, yeah. Just crap just crap oh it's terrible it's it's, it's pop with a, yes, with a fiddle with a little twanging with a little steel guitar and it's a pop song yeah and it totally is and to be if it has steel guitar then it qualifies as country music right i know no
1: dumb. some of the old dude shania twain mm-hmm. garth brooks yeah. uh george Strait, george Strait. Yeah. um who's the dude sings a little dust on the bottle Mm, you know uh, that song Yeah I totally know the song I can't think of it You know really. there was just Some great country yeah, Randy, oh, Travis. Uh, Randy Travis uh, You know Was that song Forever and ever Amen mm-hmm, That's a good yeah, one Yeah we used to do That one in church My
0: dad tweaked the words A little bit And made it a little bit More church appropriate We actually did that one One day <laughs> oh, in church really? yeah, I was on the drums My dad was on the guitar Yeah
1: that's a good one yeah, I good mean song. there's just uh, Vince Gill Yeah, yeah, yeah You yeah. know um, Oh shoot What is her name What's song, well, Wild there's Angels, there's... Independence Day? Um. Oh, oh yeah, Faith Hill. Nope. No. No? Or
0: two. Faith Hill, yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, then you got the Judds, Reba McEntire. Yes. You know, if we can talk about it. I mean, that was a good era for country music. It really yeah, was.
1: Yeah, it really was. It really was. A lot of good music there. Yep. And then, so, yeah, that was my,
0: in the 80s, I listened actually listened to what what they called back in the 80s, oldies because mm-hmm. that's what my folks listen to, right? Music from the 60s, 50s and 60s, early 70s. Um and then I transitioned into country music in the late 80s, early 90s personally. And then mid to late 90s was a little bit more the metal, you mm-hmm. know, Metallica, ACDC, Megadeth, you know, just raw, you know. I guess I was an ang- it was an angry phase for me. Um, <laughs> and then yeah, and then after that, I don't know. This, I think I went into my Christian music phase from like late, like 99 through even now, we still listen to like K-Love and stuff, which is sometimes a little slow.
1: Uh, I have a hard time just because I'm very cynical Yeah. And, with a lot of Christian music. Yeah. Because uh, I can't even hardly stand to watch like the music videos because I'm like, if you're that passionate about Jesus and you're that passionate about God, then you'd be changing the world. Wow, with your message, that is a little cynical. Yeah, and so I'm like, dude, come on, stop being a hypocrite. Ooh, yeah. Wow, aren't we all hypocrites though? Uh, I try to be as real as I can, another, but we're really all hypocrites. We, yeah, we really are. Comes comes right down to it. Well, there's Christian hypocrites and there's atheist hypocrites. And, well, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, hypocrites there's hypocrites all over another. the. Yeah, exactly. We're all hypocrites. Yeah. But um, would you say country music's a gateway? Gateway to what? (laughs) To other heavier stuff. No. Because I never really liked country, but there was a small, I had like two years, two or three years of country music that I really enjoyed. Hmm. You know, like a lot of Shania Twain stuff. Uh, Martina McBride. That's the one. Martina McBride.
0: <laughs> With your Irish. Because she's Irish. I don't think she's Irish. I don't
1: think she is, but it's a. it sounds Irish. It's Scottish. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Mick. Okay. Mick anything. God, you're so smart. It's amazing. <laughs> how smart you are. Condescending. <laughs> but it was a small, small era. And then I went from kind of country into... Uh, you know, like the cranberries and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. alternative rock. Alternative I, I that's, rock. That's, that was a lot Is of late 90s. Is that what you call it? Yeah. Because I liked uh, some of the smashing pumpkins mm-hmm. and uh, cranberries yep. Yep. and goo goo dolls. Yeah. And uh, little Alice in Chains. Yeah. Pearl Jam. Yeah. yeah. And got into those. Yeah. Um, I did do a little ACDC when I was doing some sports. Yeah, yeah, those are, uh, yeah. You know, playing. to pump you up. Pump up songs, absolutely. Right before you were getting ready to go play yeah. some basketball. Yeah, you know, somebody on their butt. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, playing some football, playing some basketball. Yeah. Gonna listen to a little ACDC. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, for a lot of years, I guess I was in the alternative. And then, scene too. Um, yeah, the alternative. I really enjoyed it for yeah. some reason. It was just cool. And then, um, and then 2000s. Oh still pretty much the same. Just kind of stuck with that core group of bands. Hmm. You know, and every now and then got some new stuff. I do like some of the new uh, stuff that's come out recently. Uh, I really like uh, that Meg Myers song, uh, Running Up the Hill.
2: I am so out of touch with today's music. It's got that
1: real 80s vibe. And I like the Billie Eilish one, Everything I Wanted. I think you showed me that once. Yeah, you were depressed by the end. I was. Yeah, because they drove the they car. Drove into the ocean or something. Yeah, exactly. But nice. I really like that song. enjoy that song. <laughs> Just don't watch the video. Right, yeah. yeah. And then... Um, I'm not impressed with today's music. Yeah. I'm really not. I'm really picky, but some of it is has mm. got some cool vibes to it. Mm. But, yeah. Maybe it's nostalgia. Maybe it's my... my uh,
0: looking back and going oh the music of the of the past was so good and it's it probably
1: wasn't any well a lot of people say like a lot of uh, music in the 90s was terrible it was there wasn't any of good music coming out (laughs) have you heard um third third eye blind was had some good stuff
0: it was a third it was a
1: oh green day did you ever listen to green day a little bit not terrible
0: (laughs) i mean yeah I don't know
1: why Green Day is so huge I know, or right? why people think it's so awesome. I never got huge into Green Day. Yeah. And people are like, it's amazing. Yeah, well, I don't know. Yeah. You yeah. can't understand that. Oh, it sounds like he's singing with marbles in his
0: mouth.
2: It's <laughs> weird. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, weird. Well, I want to hear some feedback from our listeners. Yeah, what kind of music do you all listen to? Yeah, what kind of music do you enjoy? curious yeah Brandon go ahead and shoot us off an email let us know what kind of music you enjoy yep, yep. and then if the, you know
0: what do you think about today's Christian music I'm curious that that's a topic that I'm curious about our listeners and what what do you guys think do you do you really think that it's making an impact right because I know there's times when I think I mean there's songs that I listen to and like it, it all it, it stirs me emotionally and then I wonder is it just emotional or is there actually something here that can affect some actual change Right, and then yeah, the cynicism in me goes.
1: Eh, it's probably just an emotion. Right, there is. Um, oh shoot, who does uh, King of Fools that album? Album. Delirious. Okay, mm, yeah. There are a couple Delirious songs yeah. to this day yeah. that will just get me. Who I love them. Yeah, they're oh, just yeah, so good, good, man. Yeah, some really um, good songs. But there's like uh, Delirious does a version of like What a Friend I Found. Hmm. Oh, I could just get weepy. Yeah. And just like, oh, so good. Yeah. And then there's like uh, King of Fools, King of Cripples, White Flag. You know, Delirious is is amazing. Mm, yeah. They're They've got band. some really good talent. Yeah. yeah.
0: I always thought it was interesting that like DC Talk took over the Christian industry because, you know, they started out and they got to be super huge popular. Mm-hmm. And Toby Mac went solo. Right. And then Michael Tate took over when the Newsboys kind of re- retooled. And then now, uh, Kevin Max was—he's the lead singer for Audio Adrenaline. They're like some of the top three bands, or in the top three, but three—you know—three out of the top bands in the world, all from DC. Talk.
1: Really? Yeah. I, mean, I didn't know that. Yeah,
0: that's kind of fun. This I didn't know
1: that because I there's a, some older Audio Adrenaline stuff that I really like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great.
0: Some, well, and you know that's so the new Audio Adrenaline because okay. the old singer for Audio Adrenaline had to retire because his voice basically gave out. Really? Yeah, yeah. I I, I was actually we went to a concert here in Billings. I don't know if it was ten years ago, but it was a long time ago. And that was like it was like a, almost a farewell tour. He was losing his voice, and he was very public and open about it. And so he was letting other guys in the band sing some of the songs because he had to rest his voice on some of the. Really? Yeah. And then like within a year or two, he basically said, "I'm done." And they brought on um, Kevin Max from DC Talk.
1: Wow, I to didn't know their that. Singer. Because I haven't kept up with yeah. the whole Christian music yeah. scene. But I really enjoyed uh, some older Audio Adrenaline and some Newsboys. Yeah. Some well, old the, Newsboys the, stuff. The old newsboy stuff is really, really good. Really good. Yeah. And and
0: the newer stuff is
1: okay. It's okay. I mean, shoot. It's, what it's is a, that? Um, entertaining Angels? Yeah. From the the old news was and right. I, I I went reigns yes one. uh love Liberty disco oh yeah that's a great album that's a great one of my album. favorite album that album is so good almost
0: every song on there was amazing. yes
1: I, almost Kimberly yeah. and I when we were first dating, we used to listen to that yeah. and we loved it and every time love Liberty disco came on or we <laughs> played it it was just awesome felt yeah. so good yeah such a great that,
0: song. I, I I was seriously impressed with that entire album. Yeah. And I don't typically, like I, I would usually, yeah. like one cherry pick one or two, one yes, or two yeah, songs yeah, yeah. from yeah. an album and the rest can go away. Totally. But I, I think I saved every song
2: yeah,
1: on that album. That was a great album. Yeah. I went and saw them in concert. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Newsboys uh, back in the day when I was like 20, so it was like mm-hmm. 20 years ago or wow. whatever. But they had the whole platform of the stage to do this dual drum solo. So like the guy, the lead singer, he hopped on a drum. Peter Furler. And then, the day, right? yeah, look at you and your brain. Love it. And, and the main drum was there, so they're both facing each other. Oh, nice. And the platform starts lifting up, and then it turns sideways because they've buckled themselves in, yeah. and the whole thing starts rotating. Oh, wow. And so they're sitting there spinning around doing their drum solos huh. together, and it was awesome. Wow. Really cool. Oh, well, that's cool.
0: Yeah. Another band I listen to a lot, Skillet.
1: Yeah. I, like Skillet. I went to one of their very first and, concerts and so ever. They.
0: They actually kind of fill the, the heavy the metal yeah. void in my life from not listening to so much Metallica. And that anymore. was just
1: a couple band. It was basically him and his wife. Yeah, right. For a long time. For a while. And now the, the drummer, she's turned into quite a singer herself. Oh yeah.
0: Um, and so yeah, my daughter likes her a lot. Jen Jen Ledger. hmm Um, but yeah, we went to I've seen Skillet three or four times now. A couple times here at the Shrine in Billings at the Shrine Auditorium. We drove to Salt Lake City. And watched them once.
1: Yeah, whatever happened to Switchfoot, they were popular for a while. Yeah,
0: they were. And then they just kind of faded.
1: They did that, that, that album or whatever, the Golden.
0: I mean, they're still around. Yeah. But less so.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. we're going to so, wrap so, it
0: up. So again, what, what kind of music y'all listen to? That's yeah, email us. Let us
1: know. And uh, check out our website. Yeah. the thedcxp.com. Yep. Email the us. Website. Give us our feedback. And uh we're just checking in. We we love you all yeah. at different levels. Hang in there through this crazy, unprecedented yeah. times. Oh, punch you in the face. I'm coming. <laughs> I'm coming over there. If there wasn't this table in the way. I know, right? Dude. You guys take care of yourselves, and uh, we will see you this Sunday. Yeah. Uh with some good conversations and uh, Caden's voice message. You bet, man. Looking forward to it. Mm. The DC Experiment.